Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast. Welcome again. Last week, me and Freddie went over the quarterback prospects coming into this draft. But this week, we'll be talking about somewhat of a less desired position for uh, for draft quality. Uh, and that's the running backs. They don't seem to be as high on many people's boards. You don't see a lot of them go with the first pick. But there's some really amazing guys in this year's draft. Adam's here to join me to talk about them. Adam, why do you think the running back position isn't as highly touted when it comes to the draft? Because they don't last as long. That's pretty it's much it, isn't it? They but, they get they get squashed and they don't last as long and they get injured and so they don't want to put lots of money into them. It's basically I mean, what it I understand that when you're talking about re-signing or giving someone a bigger contract or you know they've they've finished that but when in terms of like rookie contract deals getting like the fifth year option having five years out of someone that could really turn your organization around is it worth taking one of maybe one of these guys in the top 10 yeah one of them uh, i'm sure <laughs> we'll come on to him later <laughs> um look i mean it's it's just what it is it's like they just they just don't they're not valued um and i think all the time they're not valued they just won't they'll, they'll just drop down draft boards won't they that's it's just what it is and um I, I think it's just dms obviously feel that they want to put more draft capital which is basically their currency into uh more what they consider a more important position and i suppose you know that's you know on the uh, edge rusher and wide receiver big quarterback because these guys are going to last longer that's that's kind of what it is so you know you you see it don't you even with um people i mean take Eckler at the moment you know he's been a great running back for the chargers and it's been going really well he's trying to get a new deal um whether that be with any team or whatever he's basically saying pay me i deserve it but he's not getting paid and it's partly because it's a running back, partly because he was undrafted. So there's no, like, I think that stigma goes round with you until the end of your career when you're a running back. So, you know, parents, make sure that your kids aren't running backs. <laughs> uh, well, you, you have a lot of, um, there's one in this as well that we'll probably come on to. You have a lot of failed quarterbacks turn into running backs. Don't mm-hmm. They tend to uh, transition backwards, don't they, into that. Yeah. Um now, we alluded to uh, that name just then when we were talking about is there one that could go in the top 10? So let's start off with him, Adam. Everybody's talking about him. You can't not talk about a draft without this name coming up. And it's B. John Robinson from Texas. What are your thoughts on him? Well, he looks pretty good. I'll give you that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're the guy who's seen a lot more of the games and, and stuff like that. I'm very much the one who's kind of who looks through tape once it's all done and, and see what's there. Um, having a look at him and, you know, I mean, everyone is bigging this guy up as though he's something amazing. You look at the tape and he he's something amazing. It, it's kind of that simple. Um, I think one stat that was crazy that a lot of people have used is um, over 100 missed tackles in 2022, which is ridiculous because basically it means every time he's got the ball whoever gets to him first isn't bringing him down so it's it's that that sort of crazy sort of stat as to why people are looking at this guy why he's so good um he kind of 
the one thing that I saw from the tape that I just thought was in, showed a lot was how quickly he sort of like he moves from one side to the other. He can jink through players very quick, you know, and these aren't small players that are coming at him. These are big guys. And yet he can sort of like manipulate the, the lane in order to be able to go, whether it be left, right, really quickly, great acceleration, great balance, uh, agility, vision, everything, like everything that you could want from a running back. This guy has um, the only sort of, downside and it's a very small one that i could kind of see was that he wasn't amazing at pass blocking but then he wasn't really asked to do much of it to be honest so it's like that's that's kind of something that he will have to do a little bit in the nfl because pretty much all big running backs will have to but yeah i mean there's there's nothing really to get upset about with this guy um He's clearly very talented. He's clearly going to cope perfectly fine in the NFL. It's just a matter of what team he ends up on as to whether or not he's going to be able to become this massive name or not. If he's with a, a team that is going to be running back focused and he's got a decent running back coach there, I mean, the sky really is the limit with him. Yeah, I think uh, some of the things that when we analyse these running backs come out of college and there is a lot of raw talent and they do look really good. Um, when I was looking at him, I find that um, he's got really good vision as well. I think it's something that people overlook, like his, his vision of the field and where he's going to go. It's something that Najee Harris has really struggled with uh, since he's come into the NFL. And it was something that they said that Saquon was going to struggle with. It was his sort of, um, when he was coming out of college, they said that's what his negative was. Bijan doesn't seem to have that. He seems to have it all. He seems to be the complete package. And I've just like mentioned that Saquon sort of comparison that everybody's talking about. Earlier today, I saw someone um, say he's more than Saquon because he is better. And someone's saying he could be the next Ladanian Tomlinson, uh, which is obviously one of the, the biggest names there has been at, at running back in the history. So um, the sky's the limit for this guy. It, it really is. And, and when we're talking about that and when we're seeing that, we said at the start, do people take him on a high pick? Because before everyone got on the hype train of him, he was down towards the bottom of the draft, looking around the Bills, Cowboys sort of pick. But he's slowly moving up. I think you had him at the Chargers to replace uh, Eckler. But do you think he can reach as high as maybe the Bears or the Eagles at that height? Yeah, I, I think it. When you look at who's in this draft, it, it really depends what you're... I mean, obviously, quarterbacks are going to fly up to the top. They always do. But if you actually look at who's in this draft and the talent that's in it, I would probably say you have Will Anderson, you've got Jalen Carter, and then you've got this guy. And they're the three that are kind of the real big name going to make a massive difference that's not a quarterback. So... I think they're the three. It really depends whether someone is going to be willing to possibly trade up for him or whether they're going to be willing to take that chance of having a, a running back such a high draft position. That That's the problem. I mean, I, I can't... Saquon was um, number one, wasn't he, for his year? Uh, number one running back Hit, off the board. In the draft. What was he in? The, was he number one, number three? 
Let's have a look. I can't remember what he was. He went very high, though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was really high. Because um, and... everyone pouches to take a quarterback at that position, I think people. Yeah. Um, we're on about I can't him. remember it whether he was the first pick or not, but he, he was wasn't. he was very high. I think he was definitely in the top five. Round one, pick two. Pick two, right, okay. So, you know, this guy, it feels, is better. like, Or at least certainly has the potential to be better, you know. So I, I think because of that, it, it does feel like he, he should be a top 10 pick. Obviously, he won't be the number one pick or number two pick because the quarterbacks will go up. We all know that that's going to happen with with the teams, you know, certainly with the Panthers that traded up. But, um, yeah, I mean, this guy, when you look at the comparisons, I mean, I remember saying to you ages ago, to me, it feels a little bit Adrian Peterson. Um, LaDainian Tomlinson is another one that has been mentioned, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can't get much better. You know, this is what you're you're dealing with here. So, I think he's definitely one that you want a running back. He's the one you want. So it's it's just a matter of whether you're willing to pay the price for him, I suppose. Wow. Like I said, five years on a rookie contract. It wouldn't do me too bad if you were a team that uh, had various other positions that you needed to pay. Then yeah. I, think, I think this is a good answer. Um, now, for me, I feel like there's two running backs in this class that are well worth a first-round pick. S some people haven't quite got this guy making their round one. A lot of people have got him at the back end, but I think he's definitely worth a stab. He's, he's, he's got all of the attributes that Bijan's got, just not, you know, with some slight differences. So, you know, I, I feel like he is uh, an extreme talent, and that's Jamar Gibbs from Alabama. Uh, slightly smaller, 5'11", 200 pounds, but... You know, this guy's got absolutely like mad quick feet, probably the quickest feet in the class. He's got high run ability. He's a natural receiver, Adam. Uh, do you see all those things? You know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm watching him and I'm making him make people miss and look, make people look silly. Um, what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, he looks like a really good running back. I, I personally would say he's below Bijan. Um, I, I don't think he's quite at that level, but they're, they're different. Got, you know, they've got different styles as well. Um, you know, Bijan, I think, can be as, as agile as he can be. I think he is a bit more of a sort of like a pounder. Um, whereas for Gibbs, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Kamara, um, Aaron Jones, that kind of sort of quick, quick movement, get out, move into the next lane, do you know, stuff like that. Um, I, I kind of felt like he wasn't mega powerful, but it's not really his game sort of thing. I think that's that's where the, the sort of difference between the two is. Um, again, I thought that his blocking wasn't great, but wasn't asked to do much of it. Um, but I kind of feel like that's something that is a bit of a common theme amongst most of these running backs. And certainly in college, there's not a lot of that sort of like the dirty work gets doesn't get done as much. Um yeah, I, I think he has the potential. To me, he feels like um, I can see a team at the very beginning of the second round trading up just to get that extra year uh, for him in the third, you know, first round pick. So I, I could see that happening. Um, yeah, I, th I think he's very good. He's certainly got the potential to become like a, you know, pro bowl kind of player in, a, in an offense that's going to do well. So, yeah, definitely. Just not not quite the same as 
your number one guy. But still, you you wouldn't be moaning if he was on your team. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, as you say, it's a different style. Uh, you're going to get different things out of him. Uh, I was kind of looking at maybe the Bengals as a landing home for him. Again, thinking along that lines of they're going to have some big names to pay very soon. Uh, so yeah. bring him in this guy into an explosive offense with his ability to catch the ball. And, and then once you get it to him, you know, make all the moves and make people miss. It just seems like a bit of a no-brainer for him to bring him on board there with um, not knowing what's going on with Mixon. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely think he's, he's well worth uh, a round one. I would be punting on him uh, and definitely going after him. I think he's, he's, he's definitely good enough. Um, I've seen a lot of comparisons to him as um, Delvin Cook and Travis mm -hmm. Etienne. And I think he's better than Etienne. Uh, and I really, really liked Etienne as well coming out of college. So um, they're the because I, I think when you tend to look at things and you tend to hear people talk and they tend to, um, com the comparisons tend to be people that have played and gone. And if you're relatively new to watching NFL, only been watching it over the last 10 years, even like that's a good period of time. There's names coming out that you kind of might not be familiar with. A lot of people are saying Jamal Charles on this guy. Uh, and when you say that, they don't know. So which is why I say Dalvin Cook ETN. So it's a bit more familiar uh, to the, the people who may be uh, a little bit newer to the game. Now, Adam, after these two, um, it turns into a bit of who do you like the most scenario, I, I believe, because there is a, a plethora of guys. I think we between, as we said, we've got a list of around 10 guys in total, yeah. uh, all in various different orders. And when you watch other people's footage and tapes and mocks and things like that, everybody's got every single one of them in a different order. Um, Adam, who do you like the most off of, that's, that's next off of after we've done the main two? Well, firstly, I think it, it is an insane club. Like these guys that we're talking about, it, it kind of comes across as though we're sort of being a little bit like there's two amazing ones and then it sort of drips down and it's a bit like, oh, these aren't great. These guys are very high quality as well. It's just that them two are very, very, very high quality sort of thing. So, um, I really like Zach Charbonnet. I thought he was very good. Uh, I think he's got great vision, really good. He's got that quick acceleration um very physical almost violent to a certain extent kind of it's it's that sort of like it, it's a bit similar to Bijan in a way he's kind of a bit more of a uh, a bit more of a pounder he's you know six foot tall 214 uh consistently breaks first tackles last year had a really good year at UCLA uh 1359 yards 14 touchdowns i think he can start day 1 I th I think he's got that potential and he's he's someone who is just it's like I say with a lot of these running backs it's all about landing spot it really is but this guy has the potential to me he kind of reminded me a little bit of um Algier from uh from the Falcons and how he performed last year you sort of look at it and it kind of feels like you know Tyler Algier last year uh had a really decent season you know it wasn't and and you sort of think well if they want to carry on with him it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world again Charbonnet just looks like he's the real deal he's just not as good as the the top two kind of thing so I think that he's definitely one to look out for and then the other one who I really like the look of because I both of them similarly is uh Rashawn Johnson who are you know ironically uh Bijan's sort of like you know, backup at Texas. And um, again, 
you know, it, it may be I have a type here when it comes to running backs. It's sort of like six foot, 220 pounds, kind of like a real sort of pounder of the ball again, sort of thing. Proven in them sort of like short yardage situations. When you've got five yards left on the goal line, he's the guy that you want. Um, you know, I thought he was, I thought decent in pass protection, uh, good at that sort of thing. Kind of reminded me of Donta Foreman a bit. That that kind of guy who just, you know, you saw him in, for Carolina last year at times and how good he was. Again, I actually think that another guy who could potentially start on day one. The problem, the only thing that his issue is, is he hasn't got the college tape and he hasn't had the games because Bijan's been there. That's the problem for him. But another really top quality running back. So, yeah, they're the two that I kind of like like the look of, but they are kind of all pretty similar. Yeah, I think um, Charbonnet was the next guy on my list. That's that's the guy I've got that I'd be taking a punt on. Really liked uh, what he said. And and the, you're right in what you're saying. When we talk about Bijan, we say the words great runner, change of direction, quick feet, you know, good vision. And then we talk about Charbonnet and we say strong, physical, north-south mm. runner, acceleration. You know, it's just it, there's such different words to use, but equally what you want in a running back, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree. I think Charbonnet, for me, would be the next. He'll be the number three uh, off the board. I think he's uh, there'll be a lot of hype around, around him come that. I had his comparison as more of a, a Damien Harris guy. I um, feel like that's yeah. kind of... Um, what he'll be used as, and, and we know what he's done within the league at the Patriots and, and how good he is. So if, if he lives up to that hype, then, yeah, he'll definitely be amazing. And then you bring up uh, Roshan Johnson. You brought him up fairly early. I, I didn't know whether it would be um, a little bit later in the conversation or not. Uh, he's not on a lot of people's uh, no. chats at all. I know um, Chris Sims has got him as his number three total. Uh, and then when you talk about... Um, how can the backup of the number one pick be the number three pick? Uh, and then you go into the conversation of, um, like, well, what is there on him? He was very, very good when uh, Bijan wasn't on the field and he filled in uh, excellently. Um, and again, he's, he's when you're talking about attributes, this is the bruiser, isn't it? He's a tank and a bruiser, um, which is which is always good to get. Get that short yardage, get you over the line. Um did the, did the business with the carries that he had, uh, 545 yards and six touchdowns. Um, and when we talk about people that have, that have had two people come out in the same draft, Michael Carter and Javonta Williams both played at UNC together. Um, and uh, Zamir White and uh, James Cook both played at Georgia together um, last year, so, last draft. Um, so it's not, it's not unheard of to have two... Uh, guys from one team in one draft both be highly rated. I mean, it's just great recruiting uh, from Texas, really, isn't it? It's just they've um, done... I'm hearing a lot of things about Johnson from a lot of the guys that in, in the rooms with them saying this guy's a leader uh, and he like kind of runs the changing room or the locker room and, and he's that type of guy because he's the senior there and stuff. So ticking all the boxes uh, on his attributes off the field as well, which is... Uh, Fantastic to hear when he is a backup. Um, there's no chip on the shoulder or that he lost his place to Bijan or anything. So uh seems like he worked well in the team. Um, 
Do, have you got any teams that you see those guys landing at? Have you got anything in mind at all? Or is it just, you know, they're my sort of round two, late round, round three, maybe guys? Or I think there are teams, aren't there, that are, are clearly sort of like they've got a lot of holes. And so, therefore, you know, so um, I mean, I you sort of, you know, you mentioned the Bengals and everything that's going on with Mixon. It, it kind of feels like that is something. I mean, Mixon is clearly going to end up uh, on an either on another team or on the Bengals. It's not that he's not going to play. It's just that, you know, like you say, they can't pay everyone. And so, therefore, the Bengals feels like a team that if they don't want to make that big investment in round one, it would make sense. Um, I think the Eagles are probably going to be looking for a running back, given the fact that Miles Sanders has gone and they haven't really replaced him. I mean, they've brought Rashad Penny in, but on a really cheap contract, which you kind of feel like that's the type of contract that you could just cut him if you wanted to before the say. I, I don't really think that that's much to worry about. So I think the Eagles will be looking at someone. I mean, the the Chiefs have got Pacheco, but you got to remember he was only a seventh round pick. So that's someone that they might be a little bit not mega keen on, on doing it all. They've got Clyde Edwards-Alaire, of course, still. So it depends what you do with him, but McKinnon's gone. So I think it there's there's quite a few teams out there that would be happy to take one probably in the sort of day two pick. You know, that, that kind of makes sense with a lot of these guys. Um, I don't think that they, you know, like I say, we've, we've got a lot of these guys. I don't think they'll all be day two picks, but I think they all have the talent to be a day two pick. I think that's something that a lot of, um, you know, they probably deserve to be, but won't be because of the position they play. But yeah, I, I think there are quite a few, a few teams that are uh, running back needy. Now, um, there's another name that I feel like we've kind of not spoke about that's been in the conversation uh, prior to the season. He was in the conversation. Uh, I feel like once the season finished, he was in the conversation. And then it just seems to have gone a bit quiet when it comes to this guy. Uh, I'm not sure why. And that's um, uh, Devin A-Chain from Texas A&M. He's 5'9". He's uh, 185 pounds. So he's a little bit on the smaller side. That might be why. Um Guys are kind of uh, looking at these bigger set guys, worried about longevity, which you mentioned at the top of the show uh, when it comes to these running backs. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on him? Have you seen much of his tape? Uh, do you like what you see? Yeah, I, I think, again, it, it's really difficult because obviously you are talking about a guy who's, what was it, 5'8", 185. I mean, it, it's a bit small when it, it's a running back. I, I just... Personally, I just think that you want your running back to be over 200 pounds. It is kind of what you want. That's kind of the magic number almost. Like you want him over 200. And so he's a bit he's a bit small. He, I mean, he might be able to put the weight on, but at the same time is his frame. I mean, he's only 5'8". So it's like it's going to not probably work very well for him. What I saw was that I thought he, he is in crazy quick like elite speed really does have it and has the vision as well that's the one thing that he does have he can he can spot them lanes really really quickly and can just get away from people he lacks the power which is what you expect from a, a running back of his size 
I feel he's a bit boom or bust. That's that was the thing that I kind of felt with him. It's almost like if you if you put him out there, I think he's got a really good chance of going all the way to that, you know, getting the touchdown and the happy days sort of thing. He's also got a really good chance of not going anywhere. And and that's the problem. It's very kind of it it might work, but it, it's difficult. I, I think it's it's really tough and it comes back to this sort of like the size of these guys and the longevity of these guys and whether or not someone of that size and frame can basically make it in the NFL. And to me, I think it's a struggle for them. So I think he could he can do stuff. He can clearly do stuff and he's clearly a decent running back. I wouldn't be having him. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure how many teams would maybe if you had him as a one like one two punch with a bit of a bruiser then maybe you you would do that but yeah yeah you you talk about the speed that this guy is he's he is super quick um he was a track guy at high school and college um so that's where the speed come from um i believe that chris johnson was sort of around the 185 190 mark when he got drafted obviously we know what chris johnson's did in the NFL. So there's not complete hope out uh, on guys that's come out of college slightly smaller because, you know, there's still room for them to develop as they get a bit older and get a bit heavier. And he has got the pace to carry him. So I don't think it's going to slow him down too much. What I will say is I'm not completely out on this guy. I didn't use the word boom or bust next to this one. I have got one later on that I've got the words boom or bust next to. Um, I'd say go back and watch the LSU game. Um, if you haven't seen it, I didn't go back and watch him play against LSU. Watch the footage on that. Um, I won't say too much if you don't want what, what he did in it. Um, but that might change your mind of whether we can get it done. Uh, obviously, LSU, very, very talented program, very big SEC team. So tough to go up against. So go and give that a watch if you uh, if you haven't seen anything of A-Chain yet. Um, now, the next guy I want to talk about, Adam, uh, I remember texting you uh, around the senior bowl time saying, I've been watching all week. There's a guy I've like, like the look of. There seems to be a lot of hype about him. Everybody else is getting on board with it. Then they never really used him in the senior bowl game. But did they not use him in the senior bowl game? Because he answered all the questions during the week and was just really good. And that's Tajay Spears from Tulane. Again, 5'9", but he's over that. Uh, he's like 204, 205 pounds, so he's a bigger guy. Um, you know, What's your thoughts on him? Because there, there was a lot of hype of, about him during the senior bowl week. Yeah, this is what I think the difference is between him and A-Chain to me. It's like I, I know that he kind of like has – I feel this guy has – he's not as quick as A-Chain, but I feel that he's quick. And he's got – you know, he is a great athlete. He's not um, – He's not Saquon Barkley athlete, but he's not a million miles off sort of thing. I think he's very agile. I think he's got great vision. Um, I do think that the one thing that I saw from him, I felt like he struggled to break first tackle quite often. That was that was the issue that I had with him. Um, but that might be where he is a little it's it's difficult because like when you are looking at guys like Bijan and stuff like that and then you're comparing them it feels like you're doing them a disservice by comparing them because it is that much different but to me it, it kind of 
felt like he missed out a little bit on the first tackle. He couldn't quite get past that first person all the time. But yeah, I mean, he's a he's a good running back. I, I think he looks decent. He's certainly, um, again, a bit Aaron Jones-like to yeah. me. That that was That's the name I've got. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so it kind of reminded me a little bit of Aaron Jones sort of thing. Kind of almost like, I think... Um, he, he's to me he feels similar to Gibbs, but just not quite at Gibbs's, you know, up to Gibbs's uh, work and stuff like that. But not not mega far away. I think a lot of teams would love him, um, but he's he's day two. I I think he's a day two pick definitely. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's in my top two, but he's he's decent. Yeah, I mean, for me, I believe that the Giants still need another running back. We've got Saquon, and after that, there's there's no one after him. Um, so, you know, if he gets hurt, let's hope yeah. he doesn't, um, <laughs> then there's no – we know what happens to the Giants after that. It kind of just goes downhill. So yeah. I'd be looking at Spears as the type of guy for them to take, um, maybe sort of round three. Definitely would fill in nicely. Um, and as you said, I, I compared him to Aaron Jones. I thought that was a good comparison for him. Um, a guy that I didn't watch a lot of, like I said, he had to, he had took to the senior bowl because he was at Tulane, but had a nice season there, 1,586 yards and 21 touchdowns. So, you know, he had a smaller college, but um, did the business. Um, now, Adam, the next guy I want to talk about, I remember mentioning him before the season started because I felt like his... 2021 season he really was good and I was like yeah I like this guy he's going to be big on the board to draft in the following year and then you went yeah I like him he's got a cool name um that is Tank Bigsby from Auburn uh only managed 976 yards and 10 touchdowns uh last year but as I said he was he was showed production in uh, the previous year uh, a lot of people don't like it when there's a decrease in production from year on, year out. We spoke about it with the quarterbacks. If you show progression, that usually filters into the NFL. This guy's gone slightly back. But I feel that was down to the fact there was a new scheme in place. And Bo Nix had gone, uh, who was the quarterback. So that's my reasoning for why he dropped off. And I still think this guy is going to be a steal. Uh, are you agreeing with me, or are you like, no, you've lost the plot, you just like him because he's called Tank Bigsby? Well, I mean, he, he deserves his place in the NFL, doesn't he? Just for the name, I mean, that you know, uh, he's built like one, but I feel like he's not as powerful as what I thought he would be. That was the thing that I kind, kind of came away with. I, I was expecting him to be kind of very strong and, and just sort of push people out of the way to be brutally honest um because he is six foot he is 213 215 pounds something like that um i think he has good vision i think he, he's got very quick acceleration that very sort of like that quick instant movement i think is really good has lots of quick cuts that was the one thing that i noticed with him um but just not doesn't have the power that i thought he would um yeah i i think he's a I think he's one of them guys that he needs someone who is going to be able to teach him and to coach him and spend lots of time with him. And he needs to be behind a veteran. He he really does. Just for that what that first year to get behind 
I mean, if you could get him behind someone like Derek Henry, I mean, that that's what you want. That's what you need. And for him to just learn and to work out how to basically do it, then I think he could be very, very good. So, again, it's very much dependent on um, on his landing spot. Um, his, he didn't do massive numbers last year. As you said, it kind of came down a little bit. But he, he did okay numbers. They weren't awful, yeah. but they just weren't to the level that they were the year before. Um, yeah, I think he's only 21, like most of these guys. I think he could be very good, but I think he's probably a day three pick, to be honest. Yeah, I think he could. I think he's got a high ceiling. I think that that it is there for him. Um, it just didn't show last year, and I'm hoping it does shine through when he does get into the NFL to what I thought he'd live up to. Uh, now you talk about a guy, you thought that Bigsby might be the type of guy that runs through people. Uh, and you also said that someone else was a boom and bust. So let's get onto my boom and bust player who I believe is a smash mouth run through players. If you've watched it, if you've watched his tape and that's Zach Evans at Ole Miss was at TCU didn't work out for him because you didn't get the attempt. So off he went to Ole Miss and didn't get the attempts. But uh, if you watch <laughs> just the highlight reel, he runs through people. Um, and, and he's not on anybody's board. Um, he doesn't seem to be in most people's top 10 talking about. But I really like him. But I do think he's boom or bust. Uh, Adam? So the one word that I had was explosive. Uh, <laughs> so he has really quick acceleration and he will go through people, definitely. Um, he's a big guy. He's uh, six foot, 250, uh, similar to Tank Bigsby, actually. So my only issue with him is I think, and, you know, you would know a little bit better than me when it comes to this. I think he needs to be in a very specific setup in order for this to work for him. I think he needs a certain scheme and that scheme is very, very Shanahan scheme. I, I think he needs to be in that kind of setup. So 49ers, I think Falcons would work, I have to say. I, I think that would that would work for him. Um, but that was my only real critique. And I think that might be why he's dropped down a bit, because I think certain people are going to look at him and go, OK, this guy is literally a bruiser and he is just going to fly through people but there's not a lot else and I think that's the problem it, it feels very sort of like lacking in agility and, and stuff like that and I know that's not his game that's not what he's there to do but I think a lot of, I think to be brutally honest a lot of these teams probably want a, a running back who can do everything and this guy can't do everything or at least from what we've seen he can't do everything yeah, I really like him. I think, it, I, like I said, if you watch the footage on him and at Ole Miss as well, which is a big uh, college, you'd probably be like, wow, this guy is incredible. <clears throat> but I've got to have the question marks of why he didn't get the attempts at TCU. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm just look, I've, got, I've just pulled it up because I knew he didn't get the attempts and I, I don't know whether he, he fell out with them or what. So I don't know whether there's some like, uh, off-field attitude issues with this guy and that's why he's not clicking and that would might be a bit of a red flag but that's me personally saying that not coming from people who are down at the school with him he might be a fantastic work ethic but he's you know his first year he only had 
54 carries his second year, 92 carries. Then he left, and then he only had 144 carries uh, at Ole Miss. Um, was productive with them, averaged 6, 6.5 yards per carry, but I find that a bit of a concern that they didn't give him the ball, bearing in mind we know what he can do once he's got it. So I've, I've that's why I've got him down as a boom or bust, because I'm really not sure what you're going to get out of him once once he does come to it. Which side are you going to get off him? Um I think it, it, even between just our conversation, you're getting, you know, me saying I think he could be good and you saying oh, I'm not sure about him. So that that's kind of the feel I think that you're going to get from a lot of people. Yeah, I think he's very raw, isn't he? Yeah. That, that's the thing. He's very raw. And I think it depends, like I say, it depends if you've got the staff and the ability to coach a guy up. You might be able to get him very cheap and therefore it might be a, a good move. But it, it's really about that. I think is what the what the issue is. Now, the next person I wanted to bring up, we just spoke about Zach Evans and we spoke uh, about the fact he started at TCU. Well, who did he lose his place to at TCU? That was Kendra Miller, uh, who I felt had a very tidy season last year um, at TCU with 1,399 yards and 17 touchdowns. He's, he's I believe he's six foot, 220 pounds. Um, good feet, good after contact. Good productivity. Adam, um, I don't think you've really touched on him. I don't think you really did a lot on him. Um, so are you? my question would be to you, if you haven't got many much on him, is why is this guy, do you believe, after you know these reached the championship game, um, why has this guy slipped under the radar, do you think, um, just based on the fact that I've told you he had really good figures, he's a good physical back with good feet, you know, good after contact and good productivity. Why has he fallen under the radar? I mean, I don't know, really. I haven't seen anything. So I don't really know. But um, I'm, I'm get, I mean, I've heard of him. I have seen little bits of him. I, I just haven't really seen that much. And I think the reason he's probably slipped down is because these other guys have come up more than anything else. I think it's probably what it is. And that they, you know, people have seen these guys. I mean, is he literally like a one-year thing? Is has he not done much previously? I mean, let's, what? I, actually, I don't really know. No, because he beat he beat out um, Evans in his first year. So let's just take a look at his stats of the previous year. I believe that the reason that he's fallen down. I mean, the trouble with these running backs is you're looking at two different types of prospects, aren't you? I think when you when yeah. you're talking about your one, two, three, four. Uh, that we spoke about, maybe five with a chain, maybe he might fall into this next category. You're looking at who's going to be a running back straight away and who's going on the special teams. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like a lot of these guys tend to have to prove themselves year one in special teams before they even get a shot uh, at going, having a go at running back. And it's then looking at the tape of what they did on special teams for their college teams and going, you know, will that work for us on that term? Uh, let's look at Kendra Miller's stats from the previous year. Previous year, he had uh, 83 attempts, 623 yards, seven and a half yards per carry and seven touchdowns. Uh, you know, 12 catches, 117 yards. So he was productive again uh, in his previous year, which he would have shared carries uh, with, with Zach Evans. And um, yeah, I'm, I, I believe that maybe he's falling down boards because... The words I use when I talk about him are good. Uh, and I think that yeah. you know, he's not got anything that's elite. Um, and he shows good productivity, which I like. 
but he's not got that home run ability that we we may talk about when we're talking about Gibbs or Robinson or you know guys like that. Maybe maybe even Spears. They've got maybe got like home run ability. You know, once they're gone, they're gone, and they're in the end zone. Uh, and I don't think he has that. Uh, and I think my comparison to him was maybe Jamal Williams, which I believe has a position in NFL. Yeah. That short yardage guy, get him over the line. Jamal Williams, obviously, most touchdowns in the NFL last year. So uh, there's definitely a position in here, and I'd definitely be looking at him. It, it kind of feels like a bit of a throwback then, if that's kind of his game. It, I agree, there is a position for Jamal Williams. You saw it last year, but I mean, it's it's very rare that you get a running back that happens to sort of be on a team and it all kind of clicks in the way that Jamal Williams did with the Lions. I mean, the amount of touchdowns that he scored and that the Lions scored within five yards was astronomical and doesn't happen every year. It just doesn't. It's like you could probably argue that half of them had the potential to go in from the wide receiver on the play before. So I, I think that's where it's, it's difficult for them sort of guys to kind of be considered the way forward. I think it might be that he just seems like a bit of a throwback then. Yeah. Um, now, I've got three people left on my list, Adam. Um, so one of them I'll quickly talk about. I'll leave one to you. And I'll leave one to you and one for me because I feel like one of these was the biggest loser at the Combine and one of these was the biggest riser at the Combine. So I'll take the biggest loser, who I believe was Kenny McIntosh uh, from Georgia. Um, I think we like he's been a really nice back at Georgia. And I, I think this is where me and you might differ of um, how we analyze people. So I watched a lot of Georgia last year because they were on the TV every single week. So I saw a lot of this guy and liked things about him. So I thought, oh, yeah, he's good. But is he just good to me because I saw him playing in a great team uh, and do good things with a great team and look good? Um, uh, whereas you're then coming back and analyzing tape of people, of teams you might not see. So you're seeing a different side of the story. So maybe this is where we differ uh, and why it's good to have two, two people analyze one take one game. Um, because I liked what he did, um, but he had a really bad combine and that doesn't bode well for you. And he's dropped down a lot, a lot of boards. So I'm now left wondering, you know, he had 824 yards, 12 touchdowns. Um, and he, ha he added another 509 in the receiving game. So he's a dual threat type of guy, um, you know, running and catching, uh, which I really like about him. So maybe this guy might be what we were talking about just then. He might end up being uh, a returner and in special teams uh, because he's got good hands as well. Um, but I think if you do your homework on him and have a look at him, there could be some good tape on there. Did you do any uh, little after I spoke about him? No, I Why? didn't see. I didn't really see a lot of him, to be honest. Um, as you said, not a lot of people are talking about him. It seems like he has dropped. I, I feel it's harsh. The combine. I I am not a massive, as you know, not not a huge fan of it. I don't think it really. I think some of it is interesting and some of it is worth noting. But I mean, you know, seeing a running back run forty yards with no one in the way of him doesn't really do a lot for me when it comes to it. I think you've got to sort of look at the tape. And so if his if his tape wasn't bad, then I think you, you should be taking it from that and people should. So hopefully he does okay. But now, I've left this guy for you because he, he was the biggest riser for me at the Combine, but you really hopped on him, I think, as well. And I know when we were talking about the Combine, you, you brought him up, and that was Chase Brown from uh, uh, Illinois. Yeah, I think Brown looked good. Um, 
to me, I from what I saw of him, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Miles Sanders, actually. That was the one that I kind of had for him. Um, he had a big last year for Illinois. I think that was that was certainly something that was that was good. Um, he's quick, he's agile. The only concern is that he does lack the power, I think, and that's probably because he is a little bit smaller. I mean, he's I think he's five nine. He's over two hundred though. He's I think he's two hundred nine, two hundred ten, something like that. So, um, yeah, I, I thought he looked pretty good. I thought. You know, like I said, I know I've just kind of had a bit of a go about the combine, but he had a decent combine. Um, yeah, I think he looks like a, a quality running back. I Again, though, I think you're probably looking at day three for someone like him. I don't think he's going to be up quite as high as some of these other guys that we've spoken about. But yeah, I thought he looked pretty good. Now, um, we'll close the show on uh, one guy, um, a guy that I feel has had a fantastic college career. I feel like it's a really, really good uh, from Kansas State. Uh, and that is Deuce Vaughan. Um, you know, he ended the season with uh, 1,558 yards and nine touchdowns. Um, good pace, good back. Um, I'm going to leave the other stats to you, Adam, uh, because after I brought him up, you had a little look. But little look is probably the right term to use. <laughs> Would someone take a punt on this guy? Yeah, someone will. Someone will be mental enough to do it. He's five foot five and 179 pounds. Uh, certainly day three, but he is elusive. I'll give you that. He he can probably crawl under their legs is probably the way that he will go. Um, do you know what? The really funny, I've, I've watched him and the really funny thing about it is I didn't actually think he was that quick. That's what was so mental about it. I didn't think he had particularly great, but I thought he was decent. But I, I thought, you know, there's guys that are about 20 pounds heavier than him that are just as quick. So I don't know why you would take this guy. Um, personally, no, wouldn't go anywhere near him. But someone will. Um, I have no doubt someone will take a, a punt on him and see what he can do. But um, I don't hold out a lot of hope, I'm afraid. Yeah, five foot five is probably uh, and not like built either. Uh, it's probably looking at maybe getting crushed in the uh, in the NFL <laughs> guys. So, yeah. Well, that was there anyone else you had on your list before I? The only one that I wanted to quickly mention, Sean Tucker, um, been around for a while, did pretty well. The only thing I would say about him, jack of all trades, master of none. That that is all I will say about him. I think he's a solid running back. He will probably do okay but he isn't anything special yeah i did have him briefly on my notes at the bottom uh just to bring him up as a as a prospect but yeah there's a, there's a lot of people that will like him um so if he does land at your team then uh don't be shocked and uh yeah take a look at the tape if you do get him in the draft uh thanks for joining me adam i've really enjoyed talking about the uh the running backs uh it's be wide receivers next maybe get freddie back and have all three of us chat about the wide receivers uh, so we can all talk about how good Jackson Smith and Jigba is because that's what we all like to do, talk about how good Ohio State are. Um, but thanks for joining me, Adam. And until next time, goodbye.